The thing that I was going to say about with Germany and the European Union, which very much plays into what Xander was saying of that then. So, like, there was a really good article that came out on Bloomberg, like, a month ago or so that, like, depicted this from Germany's perspective of that Germany's problem was that you have Merkel, who's like a massive EU ideologue, who tried to go at it um, and ignore her own party and deal it with it on the European level with Ursula von der Leyen, who is from her own party, mind you, and uh, tried to secure contracts on an EU level while ignoring the national level with her own health minister and the head of the Bavarian uh, version of her party, the CSU, sta- like kind of like stabbing her in the back. Well, sorry, the health minister stabbed her in the back. The Bavarian minister, uh, um, uh, what's his name again? Makazuda was a little bit more diplomatic about it where um, Germany was originally planning a coalition with four different countries of trying to secure vaccines. And Merkel told Spahn, who's the health minister, Jens Spahn, uh, to uh, forego those. And then she was into it on a European level. And then when it came to buying vaccines from BioNTech, the company that is a German company that Germany invested billions of euros into, they were 11 days late to the procurement process and BioNTech was pissed as hell being like, you ordered a hundred million. We can't fill this order. We'll give you what we have left, which is about 30 million, I think at that point. And it's been a massive kerfuffle on like Merkel's sense because she wants this idea then of a European, you know, Unitarian sort of idea of it. But Europe, first off, I would argue doesn't have the means of doing a like, massive like outreach of vaccine distribution that's maybe up for debate i personally don't see that and on top of it as well that you just have a sense of like germany really likes taking the reins of europe when they think that it's beneficial to them and like we see this with every economic crisis that happens within europe right like germany is the one who is the first at the table along with possibly france or something like that and this time it didn't work out so every country coming and then you know getting vaccines at their own accord was kind of the way that it was going to be and germany had no plan b for this so the reason why there's no vaccination program here the reason that then germany is at the european average which is bad to say the least is because there was no level of procurement like like the u.s bought more pfizer vaccines which is made by a german company than germany did yeah like and i think which is odd because this is a an an unusual spec on an otherwise unblemished record for ursula von der leyen (laughs) Uh, a woman who has never been involved in any controversy yeah. <laughs> the reason that she's there is because she can't seem to fucking get rid of like every position that she's had in Germany from being, you know, like, what is it? Family minister, whatever the, the translated word is, or defense minister. Mm. She has had a she has had a massive scandal at every position of government that she's had. So this is just like very much for her. And you know what? Good, good on you, Queen. Yeah, yeah. Center left and center right parties exist to make sure that no one who gets high enough in them ever needs to get a different job again. So that makes sense. But yeah, exactly. I want to bring up a couple of things here as well, right? As as I understand it, one of the one of the one of the other operative mechanisms here is that 
the UK and US basically having been like ravaged more or less worse than anywhere in COVID, mm. what they were able to do is they were able to say, okay, look, we have been unable to maintain the institutions that would like keep people safe being at home. We have been unable mm. to maintain anything re- approaching public health. We've been, in the case of the US, unable to even like maintain a lot of the health system. But what yeah. we are good at is buying stuff. Yep. And what yeah. we're going to do is and we're going not, to yeah, buy yeah. a lot of stuff. Not even, not even just buying stuff. Like we don't even have to go full ad busters here. Good at distributing stuff yeah. too. Like even like you can have your reservations about Operation Warp Speed or whatever, and say that it didn't really do anything, which is to some extent true. But like on the other hand, they put like a four star general in charge of this, and like <laughs> some, <laughs> of course they did. Yeah, yeah. Four stars is that trust pilot review? Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, but genuinely like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is some logistical expertise, and the same here, yes. right? And so the actual administration went off quite well, uh, even at, at a time when. So it was funny, like because like the um the state capacity that had been really really eroded in one area kind of comes surging back well, in another be- because we eroded all of that state capacity in one area, so we could try and foster this extremely innovative moonshot economy that's generally yeah. mm. that generally in a day to day basis is quite silly. And so I think it's totally it. It's what's very happened, consistent with the ideology of yeah. the British government that yeah. like this is the bit that they've done well. Yeah, I think I think as Zand was touching on earlier, it does. It seems superficially very surprising that we fucked everything else up so much and then have done this bit well. Mm. But actually, it makes perfect sense because like this is the one thing that just requires like buying and distributing some stuff, but not actually doing any of the things <laughs> the Tories don't like, like social intervention or the thing that's depressing is that you know that they're going to learn the exact opposite lesson to what you want from this yes. which is that like th- whatever the next crisis will be or whatever the next pandemic it, will be we fucking smashed it and the way that we smashed it was we got in early we spent a lot of money and we can just kind of like muddle through everything yeah. else and we that's need- not the case if like just- if coronavirus had been slightly more deadly this would be a very different conversation for instance but it, it hasn't been and we've kind of yeah. uh sorry really really quick is that that is exactly what the CDU is doing, mm. and they are they are using the their horrible handling of the vax of like like vaccine distribution, and they're making up their own charts that are comparison to like poor European countries, and they're like, look, we're doing great. Oh, the but they don't show the US <laughs> or the UK. I guess, I, I guess the policy proposal here is that like as with all other times. At- any cost, we must stop these motherfuckers from feeling good about themselves. There's an element with with the the success of the vaccine that it was the one the vaccine program that the the handing out mm. of it was one of the few bits that was not outsourced. In fact, to a huge private company that the NHS centrally yeah. drove the vaccine program, and so what you actually had yeah, was absolutely. a was a piece of somewhat ancient but still moderately functioning health structure able to Hmm. deliver this sort of, as you say, somewhat, not exactly, it's complicated rather than complex, you could say. It's a a logistical operation that the NHS is is pretty good at doing. And so you have have that. And you also have the fact that the vaccine procurement ultimately is a zero-sum game. It's not like there's a warehouse of vaccines sitting around which no country has laid claim to, and AstraZeneca like, well, we don't know who to give it to. So you have this mess of going, well, someone is going to, come out on top of the, the procurement race, someone's going to get more. Mm. Do you get credit for that? I don't know. It doesn't seem to, it's as you the say, CDU, the, that's the, the important thing to me is that 
when you look at preventing future pandemics or responding to future pandemics, vaccines are a not a brilliant thing to rely on because loads of viruses mm. you can't make a vaccine for. Um, they also take a long time to make. And there were there were lots of examples of countries where without a vaccine, you could still get down to zero COVID. And we, Vietnam, we, for example. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And, not, and not countries that needed on to... On the other know. hand, mm. having been caught by this last safety net, what that proves is we can ignore all of the other well, safety yeah. nets and everything's going to be fine. No, I mean, gen yeah. genuinely, though, I think we are seeing th like the future playing out before us here, and not just in terms of pandemics, but in terms of any kind of like... Uh, disaster recovery or like continuity of government sort of thing is that like where you have even like really ravaged so long as you have some kind of centralized government apparatus like an NHS or even like on a much more evil level like a US military so long as you can sort of put that to work then in these kind of like things where it inevitably degenerates into just sauve-qui-peu you know, yeah. it, then it, it it turns out quite well, better off than a lot of other people. Which Once is all again, you it's is Dunkirk shit. It's three hundred and fifty thousand British soldiers on being rescued by blokes who fish, and the government guy, yeah, we've smashed this. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it literally is. It's such a Dunkirk moment. And you'll make movies forever about this, but, yeah. that, but yeah. they never uh, would have yeah. made the movie of like the slick operation that didn't lead to Dunkirk, that was just done sensibly and well. Whereas yeah, like the, just winning the battle, getting yourself massively into the soup, and then going, "Oh look, we managed to rescue it at the last minute." That is, as you say, what that's so, what movies and politics are made of, and that's the big yeah, win so here. What the Soviet Union did then <laughs> with, with one bound, Jack was free, and so we're yeah, no, great. So are we basically Fantastic. suggesting that the reason that the that the sort of entire sort of history of Britain's COVID response has gone the way it's gone is that Boris Johnson actually has a pretty good sense of story structure. He's mates with Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> He's selling the rights. No, it's, it's genuinely, it is a case of being a jammy bastard. I'm going to become the Joker. The Joker. <laughs> no, it's like, it, it's exactly the same as something Trump used to do, of the like, he can't possibly get away with this, uh, and he wriggles out of it effortlessly. Mm. Well, mm. It, it, in mm. this case, like, that that's a numbers game, eventually you lose, as Trump did, but like, Boris was, Boris managed it this yeah. time. The, mm. the odds were in his favour, and we're gonna learn from this that that's how you should govern, is just yeah. fuck around, and yeah. uh, something's gonna come along, and we can just buy our way out. Yeah, fuck around and find out, and you may. Yeah. yeah, you may. I rolled these two dice, and so long as I keep getting double sixes, that everything will be fine. <laughs> I just got double sixes. I see no reason to think I won't continue getting double yeah. sixes in the fullness of time. Both these dice are all sixes. Yeah. <laughs>